Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? We're back. This is episode number 24. Yeah. That is a big number. It's huge in <laughs> huge. honor of Donald Trump's inauguration this week. We're coming at you live. January 17th. It actually. is January 17th. 8.48 p.m. Mm. We've Eastern got... Time. On the dot. <laughs> we've got quite a lot to cover this week. We're just going to get stuck in with it. Let's, Let's go. Let's, Let's run through it. the story of the week uh since no one really cares about basketball that's not true that's not true not not but right now football's way yeah. more important right football's now, yeah. football, the, the important part is football season is still happening right now until super bowl football is number one sport so let's just hop in obviously we had some games this weekend some pretty interesting things to talk about i think we're going to recap the games and we're going to start with the most important the most impactful and that would be the cowboys versus the packers Oh, I was thinking you were going to say Houston, <laughs> New England. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, what a game, right? Like, and Packers went out 21-3, and I, thro- like, I thought I was like, damn, like they're getting their asses kicked, but at the same time, I was like, oh, you know, they could score really fast, and they have Dez, they have Zeke, so they could get back in the game really quick, and then the next play, they, they threw it downfield to Dez, he got a touchdown, then all of a sudden they came back, and then it was just, I don't know, it was great back and forth. There wasn't too much defense, I feel like, and a lot of, there's actually a lot of injuries, too. I feel like the Packers, I'm surprised. That was a big thing that impressed me about the Packers, that they had lots of injuries, but they were still able to get the victory. Um, and then the pass at the end of the game and the catch. Well, I think I know why. I think I have a pretty good idea of why the Packers can overcome injuries. His name is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You were pretty, uh, I don't want to say triggered yet, but you were pretty upset about that, weren't you? Well, okay. I, I have personal problems with Aaron Rodgers, and the worst part about it is I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think... I feel like that's kind of like the same with everybody who doesn't like him. Though. I just I just look at it, and obviously he's arguably the most talented quarterback in the game, right? I think he is the most talented quarterback in the game right now, arguably of all time, just the way he, he plays the game. But I have serious issues with him personally, both on and off the field. I just, and like I can't put my finger on it. Like if someone asked, like give me one reason why you don't like Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't be able to give you good enough reason to convince you not to like him either. It's just a vibe. I it's just in you, maybe. Like you can't that's how I feel out. about Tom Brady, to be honest. I really don't like Tom Brady. Maybe one day. Like, but if I figure it out, I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it yeah, out. Yeah, keep thinking. Keep thinking. But, yeah, I mean, as far as... I think Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the NFL right now. If you could just say anyone as far as most impactful. I mean, towards the end of the game, he didn't. He just called it... Basically, he called hot routes for every single receiver. He just ripped the player up beforehand. It wasn't, like, a... It wasn't a preset play. Um, and then, the, like, the comeback by... Is that Richard Rodgers who catched it, right? Or no? No, Am I wrong? Jared Cook. Yeah. Cook. Actually, Cook, yeah, because I was talking to my dad about it, and the Rams should have never let him go. Like, he is huge. He's impossible to guard. That's a classic Rams move yeah. as well. Sounds like a Browns move, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just like the – I mean, Dallas was, I guess, the best overall team if you go by record in the regular season, but, I mean, I don't even think it was inexperienced. It was just – I mean, it was just they're Green playing Bay's against Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and Green Bay's been there before, and they have lots of experience. I mean, it's just a tough game, but, I mean <clears> – <throat> It could have gone either way. I think that the only thing that Dallas really messed up is I thought that Jason uh, Garrett should have advised against having Dak spike the ball. I don't know whose decision it was, 
but I don't think Dak should have spiked the ball towards the end of that because they gave Aaron Rodgers too much time with two timeouts. And I think if they wouldn't have done that, they could have just tied the game go to overtime. I mean, granted, it's not going to be, it's not guaranteed win overtime, but I feel like they could have managed the clock a little bit better to do that. But right. at the same time, it's such a, I mean, it was a great game though. Well, um, I mean, the the Cowboys did what they had to do to get back in the game, which was a surprise in itself to anybody. Yeah. Like the number. Rule number one when playing the Packers, you don't fall behind because it's yeah. almost impossible to catch Aaron Rodgers from behind, especially the way he's playing right now. Incredibly hot. And, like, he he himself, along with the Packers, like you said, have overcome so much adversity. Like, he was without his top two receivers towards the end of the game. Obviously, Jordy was out for the whole game. And then uh, Devontae went out. Devontae Adams went out later in the game as well. And he's, he's still, like, making amazing throws downfield, like, defying everything. What, what did he get diagnosed with when he got taken out? What, what's what's I don't his injury? I think he he just took he just landed on his heel wrong. I don't remember exactly. Football. <laughs> so, yeah. Football injury. Yeah, that definitely dictates how I feel about next week's game, though, if he can play or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you mentioned talent a minute ago, and I was watching NFL Network after the game, and Deion Sanders had the nerve to say that Aaron Rodgers is less talented than someone like Cam Newton. And, I mean, I understand kind of where he's coming from, but, bro, like, what do you say? Let's be honest. Like Cam is a freak. He, he also athlete, he cited but... somebody else though. I forget now. So it's my point I'm gonna make is just completely negated. But it was another quarterback who's below average, and and, and he said he was more talented than Rodgers. And I, I changed the channel, but um, I need to eat some crow real quick because Dak Prescott actually proved me wrong. I didn't think he was really even like he that proved, good. He proved his entire fan base wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. good, man. <laughs> Fuck, he he marched like he led them back. Zeke was eating. And then he stopped eating at the end of the game. I guess. See, I'm gonna but, have to disagree with you there. I don't think Zeke took one bite the whole game. No, he took. He took, he had like one like 23 yard. Couple run. nice runs, yeah. But like, yeah, I, it's not like his. It's yeah. not like his fault. He can't call plays. I mean, he did his job for the most part in pass protection and like and keying guys away. But like, if you're Jason Garrett, you gotta look at yourself and say, "What? Like, I did something wrong." You have potentially the MVP. Not. I mean, I guess not really anymore. But like. Zeke was in the discussion for MVP of the league, and when they only ran the ball like twenty some times, that's not that much for for Zeke, yeah. Zeke's workload, especially the, the way he's I been get playing. The exact stuff. Yeah, he I had think, a lot of yards. But I he, think part of that had to do with the fact behind. that they felt yeah, yeah exactly. that's what they I was thinking. Right. And they couldn't, and they could not stop Green Bay. That I mean, I, I have to say that def- that defense on Dallas, mm-hmm. I think, is the 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 side of the ball mm-hmm. to blame. But that was that was Dallas's game the whole time. Get out, run the ball down your throat. Get out ahead, in, like ahead. Get out in front ahead of time, and then run out the clock. Yep. And it's been working to the tune of thirteen wins. Yeah, I mean Zeke only had he only had twenty two carries, and he only had um, one catch or one reception. Um, so I don't know. I mean, he they definitely could have utilized him more. I mean. I don't know, it's just a tough game. And Dak still found a way to keep the team in the game. Yeah. But I feel like agreeing with Bogos, like it's just I feel like if they would have been up by more or if they would've it would have been closer, they could have ran it more. There's just like as far as time. Because, like I feel like the Packers are just eating up the clock. But even in early game situations, like yeah. on the first drive it was third and two and like that's if yeah. you're the Cowboys, that's a running down. How yeah. do you not run on third and two when you have Zeke? Like, yeah. Second that's and, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree on that for like that's yeah. And like second and one throughout the rest of the game, like if I see second and one and I'm Jason Garrett, like, obviously I'm handing the ball to Zeke. Yeah. How is that even a question? Shout out to, who's the kicker on Green Bay? I forgot his name Mason already. Crosby. Mason Crosby, yeah. that's right. Nailed it. And it actually looked like it was going to miss. Right. Yeah. And then it just kind of like... What, he's, he has in. a crazy streak going right now, right? He hasn't missed in... He hasn't, he hasn't missed in this consecutive number of attempts, at least in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I know he's... he's. I think he's either at or past some... 
Well, the, we'll, have to check, we'll have to fact check that. The first kick to tie the game was the first kick. I'm about to drop a heavy stat on you guys. The first kick to tie the game was his first kick over 50 yards in overtime or in the fourth quarter to either tie or take the lead in the game. He had never hit one in his career. He was 0 for 4, and he drilled 2 in the Damn. fourth quarter of this game. Yeah, That is an Elias Stats Sports Bureau. Sign me up. Whatever it's called. Them, there's right there. there's other things that happened in the game for the uh, for the Packers too. I mean, besides just the catches and the throws by Aaron Rodgers, but like when Aaron Rodgers was going to hand off the ball and he like didn't look at the ball, it was bobbled, and then the running back wasn't looking at the ball. That that could have been easily mm-hmm. um, a fumble recovery for a touchdown because there's nobody else in the backfield. And also, um, there's another instance where Aaron Rodgers got sacked, and I thought he was going to drop the ball because he had it with one hand and he right. just tucked it in. Oh, I was yeah. like, they just got like, I mean, if they had a couple things go their way, they could have had the game. Yeah, Cow- I mean, Cowboys fans will tell you that they got robbed and the refs, like, the refs were trying to take the game away from them or whatever, but, like, it's typical delusional Cowboys fans, like, <laughs> don't tell me, don't tell me the game was one side and, like, Ty Montgomery's running like a fly rap down the field and his jersey's off his shoulder yeah, pads. Every single, yeah. I'm pretty sure every single route he ran, right. uh, his jersey was yanked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was crazy. And oh. sure, there's missed calls in every game, and sure, you can make the argument that Bryce Butler shouldn't have been called for that that in the huddle penalty, but like that's the rule. I'm sorry that you've never seen it called before. But yeah. The the bottom line is your players and your coaching staff failed in that aspect. So yeah, yeah. that's a penalty. That is just yeah. a classic NFL Gestapo rule yeah. right there. I do just want to make one more note on this. As this is a personal this, game. Yeah, that's it true. was that's it was true. very satisfying to see the Cowboys <laughs> lose in the most Cowboys way as possible. Because I I said it like a couple weeks ago, you know they're gonna find a way to blow this. There's no way that the Cowboys are this team that they look like. And it was true. I mean, granted, they're a great team, but like, at the people end of were the day, saying best. At the end of the day, this yeah. is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about. We're talking about. Yeah. They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. They're, they're run by the most delusional man in the NFL, and their fan base is as delusional as it gets. And they'll tell you, next year's our year. This year's, this upcoming year, this is our year. I mean, probably not, because sophomore slump, teams start to figure out your offense. Your defense is already not good enough to, you know, carry the uh, the offense's jock. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. As a Giants fan, I'm not scared for the future. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think Dallas is going to be really, really good in the future, and I don't know how good the Giants are going to be. Um, how old is Eli? That's fair. Eli is 37. However, up there. however. Jerry Reese, Giants GM, has already stated that they're going to start looking for his replacement this year. So expect a high draft pick used on a quarterback by the Giants. Austin Appleby, possibly. Yeah, I mean, he's down in IMG in, yeah. uh, in the 941, getting trained up. There you go. Yeah. So, the Packers Definitely will face left. ATL. Oh, okay, yes. The Packers will face Atlanta. And I don't know how I feel about this game. It's going to be, obviously, in the turf, but both teams are really turfy. I mean, I wouldn't want to have Aaron Rodgers play on the turf, so I don't know if it's really that much of an advantage. But I guess you can give home field advantage to the um, Falcons. Um, their offense is pretty pretty unstoppable, at least as of late, and Matt Ryan looks better than I've ever seen, especially with his mobility in the pocket. He's able to avoid a lot of sacks. He's able, like, I mean, a lot of the couple, or actually not a lot, but a couple of the play-action plays, um, the tight end dropped it. There's some other drops by the receivers, but they have a dual threat running back. Um, they pretty much, I'd say, manhandled the Seahawks. Right. Absolutely. So, Julio Jones, too, he's going to keep on getting better because he's just going to get healthier and healthier, so that's really mm-hmm. scary to watch out for. 
Well, in, in the controversy with Richard Sherman as far as how healthy was he, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get so to it. So sick of Richard Sherman. <laughs> but, I mean, it's people are starting to look at Atlanta. I mean, obviously Atlanta's offense is, is pretty good. Not pretty good. They're the best in the league. But people are looking at, at Atlanta's defense and they're saying, oh, well, maybe uh, maybe they're, they're good, just good enough to be the Packers. You know, like a lot of young talent. But I think a lot of people want to look away from the fact that like they just played the Seahawks who don't have that great of an offense. Yeah. It's pretty stagnant to say the least and and their offensive line is basically Swiss cheese. So <laughs> I'm just not sure like you got two rookies, three rookies starting in the secondary for the Falcons against Aaron Rodgers, the hottest player in the NFL right now. So I'm just I'm a little worried for Atlanta this weekend. I am too. Those yes, me, yeah, me thrice. But yeah, no, I when I, I called it last week, the two hottest teams were the Packers and uh, Steelers. And I mean, the Steelers definitely slowed down, but I think they're capable of you know playing in England. Yeah, since New England always gets a bye to the championship game. Yeah, the game of the AFC obviously was Pittsburgh and Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah. I guess. Pittsburgh is good. I think we all knew that. Yeah. Thomas certainly knew it. Thomas is still probably really excited. They, about they just were able to finish. Yeah. They uh, they erectile dysfunction, but no, uh, they. I mean, I mean, Boswell had six field goals, the so that's pretty cool. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the Steelers. I, like, when's the last time a, a team's only like or won a playoff game by only making field goals? Well, I have some. Okay, this kind of brings me to my little rant about the Chiefs. I'm gonna go off real quick. So I'm power ranking the top five classic Chiefs moments from Sunday night. Number five, Chiefs get outgained by 162, but still only lose by two. Not bad. Alex Smith, number, this is number four. Alex Smith throws for 172 yards with a touchdown and a pick. Uh, number three, Andy Reid's clock management, just basically being less Miles-esque. Number two, the Chiefs go for it on fourth and two on the Pittsburgh three. Throw the ball to the fullback for a gain of two and a half for the first down. And then number one, to Playoff, your point, Wu-Tang. Chiefs are the first team in playoff history to score multiple touchdowns and allow zero touchdowns in a game and then take the L. It's honestly impressive. I think we said it last week, like, Kansas City relies a lot on the big play, and they just couldn't get it. They uh, Pittsburgh was really hesitant to give the ball to Tyreek Hill, like, in any way. Even, like, even on offense when, when he was, like, taken out of the backfield or he was lined up in the slot or whatever, they were keying on him, like, really hard. And you saw it, like, someone was always spying on him. So they basically eliminated that. Then Travis Kelsey, if we were giving out bonehead awards, I mean, he Yo. would get mine for the week. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, you embarrassed yourself in the game, drop a huge pass, and it's not like you didn't have penalties. And then you come out in postgame, you have the audacity to call the refs. Like, if you had caught the ball, we're talking about a whole different game, dude. I mean, he's barely playing the tight end position. He's basically, yeah. he's basically just a big... And they have Macklin. They aren't able to get the ball to Macklin really that much. And then I don't... Besides, uh... I would keep on forgetting his name. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. But I, don't, I can't really name another receiver on their team. And that's not a good thing. I got one Chris for you. Chris Conley, right? Demarcus Robinson. Oh, that's right. right. On another note, though, I... Just Pittsburgh scored... I mean, what they, they had six field goals, which means I mean they had that many opportunities to get touchdowns and they just couldn't do it. But I, I, I can't see I can't foresee that happening next week. I can't see that happening two weeks in a row. I think they just 
were out completely outgaining him, and the Chiefs played good goal line defense, didn't let him score. And I mean, I don't know. They didn't really have. They I feel like Tomlin knew too that they didn't really have to like go for that much because they were playing the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just couldn't score. But I don't know. Yeah, the Chiefs have offensive issues. One hundred percent. I think well, I think we should predict the game for this AFC Championship game coming up this week. Do we do we want to delve on the? Tell, okay, actually, I want to make a point, like like about the te- the Texans Houston <laughs> game. So I saw Bros Osweiler. He is very 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 average. He didn't do he didn't do that bad, but he's very 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 average. Lamar Miller. I I don't know if they should have gotten more touches. What the deal is? All they have is Hawkins on their offense. Besides that. Um, their defense is way too good to have that bad of an offense. It's pretty sad to see. Um, Go Gators. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on the flip side, the Patriots looked very unimpressive. Uh, everybody got reminded that Tom Brady has no athletic ability. So if you flush him out of the pocket any, like a little bit, or if you make him have to take like you know decide his receivers can't get open, you're gonna have problems. Also, Amendola is no longer a factor, at least in my mind. I feel like he's just he's his career is over essentially. Um, they're gonna need to get another receiver next year. McCaffrey's gonna be it because they love white players. Um, <laughs> or white, white receivers especially but yeah so going into the games for this week if you want to predict this one first I'm taking the Steelers against the Patriots I know it's at Foxborough but you know I don't know if the NFL is still rigged so the Patriots might you know get in um, Belichick might deflate some balls we'll see what happens but I think that Patriots are a lot there's a lot more overrated than I just think they're I think just think they're very overrated I don't know I just I, I feel like especially after last week they should have had a dominant performance against Houston and it was just really not not that impressive. That, and I feel like they play in a very easy division. And I don't know. I just I think that at the end of the day, the Steelers have more weapons on offense, and their defense is playing up to a higher <clears> level. So at this point, I feel like the Steelers' offense could outscore the Patriots. But you never know. The Patriots, I think, have a little bit more of – they probably have a better secondary, I'd say, than the Steelers. But overall, with the Steelers' experience and just, I don't know, the way they're playing right now, um, I'm taking the Steelers. But it's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch. But I mean, I feel like we've we've seen this movie before. You know, the Steelers. You know, they play pretty well throughout the regular season, and then we get into December, and they start playing really hot, and and then we're in the playoffs, and they're they're you know winning big games, and they look really really good, and then they come to Foxborough and they just blow it. So in in any other year, I would agree with you, and I I think I do agree with you in some degree that the Patriots are overrated. I don't think their defense is as good as it's made out to be. I mean, obviously, like, they have no... Ad- I don't want to say they don't have athletes on offense, but they don't have difference makers outside of Tom Brady. But that's the case every year, and they still find a way. I just think they're going to get a good pass rush on Tom Brady and that his receivers really aren't that great to the point where they're just going to completely outplay the secondary. That, I mean, that's what I expect I'm looking, looking at it before, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, it can go anyway. K, I mean, KC's offensive line has improved this year, but it's still not as good as New England's. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I just, like, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, it's a very shaky game because, uh, like you said, it's really hard to go to Foxborough and win. I mean, also, I just want the Patriots <clears throat> for, like, personal reasons because, <laughs> I mean, if Tom keeps yeah. winning Super Bowls and he's still, still got these two L's to Eli, then just all that does is help Eli's case. No, I just, well, I think things I hate both teams, really. Yeah, it's kind of a lose-lose situation for me as a fan. I, I'm going to predict two things here. I think I predict, number one, that James Harrison will be breathing heavily af, uh, during the game. And number two, I predict a Patriots win. But I feel zero confidence with that pick. That's pretty you wouldn't put a bet on it, is what you're I, saying. I'm, I will not be putting money on the, the Patriots. No, that's the change. Weekend. 
Yeah, I did put money on last weekend. Won some cash. Won sixty one dollars this past weekend, guys. Yeah, by the way, I should have put money wondering. on the games. I won all the games. I predicted all yeah, of my there you go. my my twatter post. <laughs> I've still yet to never place a dollar on a uh, sports gamble. Well, sports bet. Mine besides, I mean, besides fantasy, you know, I've never done that either. I need yeah. to start doing it because I think I'd be pretty good at it. But then once you say that, I'll start getting into it. I think that's what everyone it. says when they I'm get I'm telling you guys, it. I am hot right now. I am I think I'm like six and one in my last seven. You want uh, a water? Yeah. No, I don't need to cool off just yet. I want to keep this going. I feel like my, my heart wants to go with just Pittsburgh just because I hate, I just, I can't stand the Patriots anymore. I can't stand Patriots fans. And at least just like, I don't know. I just can't, I just can't deal with the Patriots anymore. But... I don't know. I just think that the playmakers, at the end of the day, it'll come down to that. But New England could, I mean, definitely probably be favorites to win this game. Let me ask you this, though. Say it comes down to a shootout. Who are you taking? Uh, Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I, I think I'd go with the Patriots. In a shootout in Foxborough, they've just been there too many times. It's so yeah. hard to go against the Steelers right now, though, because like you said, too, Tang, they're not going to... I find it very easy. Yeah. I just don't They're think... not going to like not score touchdowns. There's just no way. And They might not, though. And You know what, though? If they don't, I have full confidence yeah. in the boss to, to knock seven field goals in, and they can win the game 21-20. That's fine, though. That'd be cool. I'm, I do not want New England to win, because it's going to make me... Nothing will make me happier than to see a, a stadium packed with mass holes pissed off. Yeah. Just like it was great to see Jerry World... All of those Cowboys fans in there thinking they're the best thing ever. Yeah, it's great yeah. too. And the Indians, speaking of just like mass hole fans, like remember when remember when we ended David Ortiz's career, Big Poppy. Remember, remember when the Indians beat him? I know they blew a three one lead later, but that was you know that was against the Cubs. It's okay. But I yeah, remember. remember. Yo, remember? Big Poppy might be coming back. By the way, really? I don't know what people think about this. He tweeted at the Boston Globe one day and just tweeted at them, and did not tweet anything else. And it was right after they traded for. Chris Sale, right? They have Chris Sale now. Mm-hmm. And he made a remark about that after it happened, so people are thinking he might come back out of retirement, which would be dumb because he literally went on a farewell tour and got all these gifts and presents, and yeah. now he's just going to do it again. No. I hope they re-gift him gifts. <laughs> yeah. At that point, they should. Yeah, well, then we have to just beat him again. We have to yeah. retire him again. There you go. Well, um, we recapped the games, but there we didn't recap what happened after the games. We also didn't... Did we predict... We didn't we, predict for the Falcons. We did not. Packers I'm sorry. Game. I just got way too ahead on I'm taking uh, Green Bay. Okay. Tang, who you got? I still don't know. It's very tough. Um, Green Bay. I'm going to go with my heart on this one. My heart says the Falcons. It's just a good story, you know? And I think they can do it. I think they can do it. I think they can do it, too. Yeah, I just, they can do it. I think Green Bay is better suited to it. Do it. I mean, I agree. Aaron Rodgers is basically unstoppable right now. But you never know. It's it's a game. Like, this is still, this season is still, you know, The Falcons are very good. Over. I think right. the Falcons' defense is mm-hmm. a lot better than people get it credit for. And their offense is just unbelievable. Shout there. out to Brian Poole. Right. Keanu Neal. People Brian forget. Poole laid the fucking wood on uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. That was beautiful. Future also <laughs> laid the wood on, yeah. on uh, Russell Wilson's wife, <laughs> right? believe so. I didn't catch that. Maybe you want to fill me in. Sierra is his wife. Right? Yeah. I don't know the full story, but multiple people have made jokes about that recently. You can, I mean, you know more. You yeah, Future is on the sideline, and I believe that he sent, uh, he might have sent Sierra a Falcons jersey, or he might have sent, I don't know, if they had a son, he might have sent them one, but it's something really savage, I feel like, really? also happened. I forget the exact story, but I know Future is there, and it's Future. I'm not on Snapface, so I probably missed that. Is that, was that on Instachat? <laughs> I'm not you? sure. We should ask Billy B. All right, so... 
predictions for, I think we already did, New England versus Pittsburgh. Let's just get the official ones. New okay, New England. Pittsburgh. New England. All right, that settles that. So, okay, what else in the NFL, in the league, do we want to talk about? So, there, like I said, some games happen, but there's also some games after the games. Yes. <laughs> and I would like to say that I was triggered this week. This is going to be my addition to the triggered segment. Okay. I was triggered, hashtag triggered, by uh, by Michael Bennett's uh, actions in the uh, postgame. The Seahawks lost to uh, Atlanta. You know, I think lately, like, the NFL players and coaches' relationships with the media has been really disgraceful lately. There's just way too many examples of, like, guys crossing the line or, like, guys not knowing, like, what can and cannot be said. And the way that, like, Michael Bennett berated the reporter, like, for doing his job. And sure, his questions might have been a little pointed and, like, maybe... He was trying to get a rise out of him, but you've been an NFL player for how long now? Like, I understand that you just lost a big game. This is the heat of the moment, but you're a professional in this league. Like, there are standards to live up to. And, like, this, you have to understand this guy is just doing his job, too. So, and you talked about how you left your heart out on the field, but, like, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like, I just didn't like the way that he handled the situation. And I thought it was really unbecoming of him. And I, I would, he was triggered. Uh, I, he was triggered, and I am triggered by him being triggered. <laughs> so basically, I'm the liberal media. There you go. Some more games were played as well. Um, Mike Tomlin. What was the whole Mike Tomlin, Antonio Brown thing again? So Antonio Brown, Facebook Live, the post-game like, speech by Mike Tomlin in the Steelers locker room, and Tomlin was calling out the NFL for giving the Patriots, like, what was it, an extra day of rest? Yeah, something like that. And well, really, what, I think like really what happened was Mike Tomlin was giving his post game like speech, like rah rah cheerleader. Mike because mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin's a cheerleader speech. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I think Antonio Brown was just not participating with the team in any way, yeah. and he was just doing a Facebook live video over here by himself, like cheesing. Yep. And uh, I, I mean, I don't like it. I take issue with it. It's just I don't get the point of it. You know, I think it's a. I don't think it's as big of a story, though, as people are making it out to be. Yeah, it's like, whatever. It's I agree. It's not as big a deal as, like, he's not... While it is disrespectful to his coach to be, like, basically not participating with the team, I don't think he was, like, outwardly trying to, like, be disrespectful. You know? And, and, like, Ben Roethlisberger came out and said he was disappointed, and Mike Tomlin, like, kind of berated him in a press conference. I think that's, like, more punishment than he deserved. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary for the press conference, though. I think it's more of just, like, an, like if he didn't like it internally, he should just handle it like that yeah. instead of just, like, talking about it. Yeah. Is it really, on, like, on the outside, it's not that big of a deal, and you don't want to draw, like, that court, like, sort of negative attention to your team. I mean, that's league and team policy. He's going to get fined by both for it. Yeah. Yep. All that commercial money's going to go right to the, to the league. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of money in the league, the Chargers move to L.A. I hate it. I hate it. I, I agree. 100% I, first, first of all, there's the fan base in LA is really overrated. People don't really give a shit about football there. But they, they give a shit about USC. They care about UCLA a little bit. I mean, USC probably has the biggest following there, at least of right now. I mean, the Lakers are pretty, like, Lakers are always going to be popular. Clippers, yeah. But, I mean, it's not like, a, I just don't think it's really that much of a football town, It's for at least for professional sports. You saw what happened with 
the Rams. I hate how they moved them from St. Louis. I feel like St. Louis is a great sports city. Yeah, that was crazy. At the same time, San Diego, all they have is the Padres now. That, that and The Chargers have been around forever. They've been a great franchise. Not great, but I mean, it's been a solid franchise, and I just hate to see them move to L.A. And then on top of that, just like the stupid, like they, they, made, they basically copied the logo of the uh, Dodgers, and then they tried to like, flub the rest of it and it's just like it's such a just like sloppy job and it's like the nfl is just trying to like do their agenda i feel like and i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if more teams move but i mean i I personally this one's worse than the move for oakland to las vegas right i can at least see that because las vegas should have a sports team and i feel like the raiders are a perfect personality for that okay i don't think the raiders need to move though because the raiders have a great fan base and they sell out games even when they're like not good yeah but the Chargers, yeah, I don't understand this. There was a headline in the LA Times, and it, it literally told the Chargers, it was, quote, we don't want you. And they still go anyways. Screw the Chargers. Screw their ownership. I'd be so pissed if I was a San Diego fan. Yeah. And like you said, a St. Louis fan, too. It's just, it's all about the money, and I don't even understand how they think it, they're going to make more the, money in all LA. The, all because the public won't buy them a new stadium. Yeah. That is the biggest, yeah. like, Spoiled little brat syndrome I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, you're not gonna pay for a new stadium that we don't even really need. Oh, well, we're moving. What is what is that? And they're they're gonna go downhill as a franchise now. Yep. They're not. I mean, they're not gonna sell games. They're not gonna have a fan base. I mean, they're gonna start losing money and players. Maybe not though. Maybe they'll get players because they're in LA now. But I don't think so. Honestly, players don't want to play for a crappy uh, crappy team. Or franchise. I feel like players with like better. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it's the same thing that or not the same thing that happened, but like. It's just, like, not a good result. I mean, like, basically when the Browns originally moved, when they moved to Baltimore, it just ruined the Browns, and they mm-hmm. came back to Cleveland. Right. So it's, like, even teams that go back there now, it's, like, it's, there's not, like, a historic franchise. It's going to be a different franchise, a different ownership and everything. And yeah, and... It's, it's just not... I don't know. It's just... There's already a team in L.A. I get you can fit two teams there, because, like, the Rose Bowl, I guess, apparently, they, just, they do every single event in Los Angeles there. Um, but... I don't know. It's just it, it, it's stupid. I think it pisses me. I don't. I just like how it ta- I don't like how it takes away from the small market. Yeah, it's not fair at all. And they're going to play uh, the next year. The charge. I think the Chargers are waiting for a stadium to be built. Mm-hmm. So they're playing where the Galaxy plays. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. That's future capacity after expansion. By the way, thirty thousand. Just. So maybe they will get some sellouts. Yeah, they actually for once will sell out a game. That doesn't make Honestly, sense. what a, what a clown franchise. It doesn't yep. make sense in any way. And yep. the thing is, like. The smaller market teams have the most loyal and coolest Passionate. fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. about think about the Packers. Yes. Think about like all the. I, of course, I give one example and I'm yeah. done. <laughs> no, but there are plenty. Like there's Buffalo, a lot of cities like, constitute as a small market. Yeah, Buffalo, anyways. Kansas City. Yeah. Perfect example of Buffalo. Kansas City. I mean, it's, Kansas City's bigger, but still, I feel like they're more of like their their franchise is better. Pittsburgh. I mean, they're. Just, I don't even really consider San Diego a small market. It's just right. not LA. I mean, Pittsburgh's know? not a small market at all. Yeah, I'm it, saying it's, it's, more, just, it's more of just like, I don't know. I like. I feel like it's just like San Diego should have. I, don't, I think they. I feel like they would have the infrastructure too, even if they wanted to build up a bigger stadium. Like mm-hmm. more people, people would yeah. go. I feel like yeah. I don't know, San Diego's a nice area. I, I just don't. I don't. I just don't understand the move from. I mean, we all agree it's just from any aspect. I think it's gonna be just negative for the NFL. It's mm-hmm. just gonna be like. I don't know. Like I'm not gonna get like. Who was the owner of the uh, Chargers? I couldn't tell you his name. Dickerts. Jackass. No Jackass. Yeah. Sweet Sixteen probably sucked for his parents. He's a guy who gets like the yellow Lamborghini, but wants it in, in black. It's the wrong color. Yeah. You serious, mom? I hate you right now. He was triggered. Yeah, he really was triggered. I'm kind of triggered talking about the Chargers. Um, I think that wraps up NFL, right? Did we miss anything? No, I think we got it all. 
So, I'm sure we missed something, but... Well, yeah. Nothing worth noting, right? Right. So, NBA, I guess, is the next league up. Yeah. This is a young league. Yeah, last night, uh, my Cavs got ass-blasted by the Warriors. Uh, they scored 78 points at halftime, and I, that's after I woken up from a very dazed nap. And I got up, and immediately when I saw the screen, like I, I got so angry when I saw it, I just went back to sleep. Um, and I woke up again... Probably for the fourth quarter, but I looked at the. St- I mean, I was more of just like I didn't even need to look at the stats. I saw all the vines and all the highlights that were on Twitter and everything all over the place this morning. My friends texted me and tweeting at me and stuff. But um, uh, I mean, it was at home. Cavs haven't really been playing that great lately. Um, Warriors were on fire. They held the momentum, and I don't know. They're probably really pissed off after they gave up that lead in Cleveland, and you know it's going to happen. It's. Uh, I don't think it's that significant of a game as far as like. Yeah, you know, how the rest of the league's gonna play out because I think everybody knows it's still gonna be the Warriors Cavs, but it gives pro- I mean it shows that it's not just gonna be, you know, like a cakewalk for the Cavs to get right. back through it. Um and they and the Cavs do still have to make some improvements too with their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they still need a backup point guard and they need to figure out more of what their minutes rules are gonna be for the rest of the season. Um so they don't wear out their star players because that's been a problem with them getting hurt. I mean obviously it's gonna be a huge help when Jared gets back, but even then, like you don't know how he's gonna be playing, he's gonna be off for so long. Right. And he can still condition, but it's one thing being in the flow of games. Yeah. So, um I don't know, it's a long season. Um, but I also I'm kinda triggered over the people saying that LeBron flopped. But yeah, he did flop a little bit, but I think at the same time it wasn't like he you know, nothing happened there. He got clotheslined by Draymond and while like yeah, I like to think it wasn't like an intentional foul. Probably was intentional hitting the throat, but hey, you know. One hundred percent, it was. He, yeah. he leaned in with his shoulder, looked like it was so Draymond. It was so classic Draymond. And I mean, then, if this is college football, be targeting. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, that was a it was a dirty play as usual with Draymond. You know what else is new? Yeah, LeBron sold it a little bit after. What else is new? That and then he acts like a clown too afterwards, like trying to imitate like what happened. It was just <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna like, you're just gonna just deck someone and just like. You know, I don't know. I, I get it. I mean, it's not like anything surprising from Draymond. That's the thing. I feel like if it's another player, it'd been like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I just don't get how. Like, I, I feel bad for LeBron. Like for once, because everyone is giving him shit about this, but I think that it was clearly a, a dirty play by Draymond. Yeah. Um. While we're still talking about this game, I will say my triggered little segment. Steph hits a big three in transition to probably put him up at like fifteen or sixteen right. earlier on the game. Crowd goes wild. They cut to the crowd. You know, this dude wearing a number eight. Kobe jersey, he's just going nuts. Like, bro, what are you? What are you doing? Dude, he's a. You got he, lost. Dude, he's a fan of the players, man. And, that, and it wasn't Drake, and I thought it might have been Drake at first, but it wasn't Drake. Oh, just if, kidding. If we're gonna talk about being triggered in Drake, I got a juicy little something for you guys. You know Zion Williamson, the sixteen-year-old kid who can jump like eighty feet in the air, yeah. like the high school uh, yeah, basketball yeah, player. You're ridiculous. Drake was recently photographed wearing his jersey. I kid you not. Uh, His high school jersey. Why does he do this? Moment of silence. Yes. For the culture. Fuck you, Gash. I'm Amber. Enough of Drake. Anything else happen in the NBA? I don't know. I just just remember when the Warriors blew a three-run lead. I just remember. I remember. We all remember. That's, that's That's my comeback for... Through it. Like until until they beat us again, I'm just gonna say it. So, well, I think the, I think the news of the day as far as the NBA is Chris Paul out six to eight weeks. Yeah, yep. that's the most, as far as the most important thing that happened. Yeah, that, the Cavs game is nothing compared to that because that's especially it's yesterday's news tank. <laughs> if they ended up being, 
you know, the Clippers end up being the number three seed, or anyway, they end up playing the Warriors, and that could definitely, you know, dictate playoff series. Right. And then it's not them being there, it's just a, a big deal. So that's a huge loss. I mean, I think they'll probably stay in contention, but, you know, that's going to change the whole lot. I mean, he's, he's one of the most valuable players in the entire league. Mm-hmm. And also, is Nerlens Noel going to the Lakers or no? Is that I, I know that was a rumor. It was on the rumor mill. Irrelevant. I mean, if I mean, I don't think he should. Yeah. He's leaving one situation to join a similar one. I think the well, Lakers. I think the Lakers are in a lot better shape. Than he needs to leave because in Philly. Cause I agree. He does need to leave. Yeah. yeah. But where would he? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The Lakers. He, he, he won't sign for that much money, I think, in the, in the big scheme of just, like, yeah, how you, I mean, yeah, it'll probably be a big contract amount, but as far as the contracts that have happened recently, that, and it gives a solidified center for the Lakers beside, behind uh, Mozgov as, like, a backup. And, I mean, I don't know, uh, Julius Randle's one of the, I think, like, one of the, he's one of the rising players in the league. I like him a um, lot, yeah. Nick Young actually has looked pretty good lately um, from three. Um, they have a... Uh, Jordan guy, Clarkson isn't bad. D'Angelo Russell... D'Angelo Russell, he's, he's up and down. I think guy. he's gonna be pretty good. I think he's gonna be like an all-star type of player, but I think he'll be close. Um, and then you have the you have six man Louisville. Speaking of Drake, yeah. um, coming off the bench. Um, but yeah, I feel like they get a couple play, more players. They also have another guard too. I can't think of his name. He's they, they run a very guard heavy um, attack. I, I forget who it might be. It might be actually it might be Clarkson. They have um, but Larry Nance Jr. who can dunk on people, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, I think they'll be better, but it's not. It's gonna be a while before they actually become a you know contender, if anything. Um, but yeah, do we have any more NBA n- news or no? No, and I kind of want to stop talking about the Lakers. Yeah, got some heavy airtime on here this <laughs> yeah. week. Well, I guess we'll stick with basketball. College basketball is kind of getting into the swing of things here with conference play. Um, going Florida escapes against Georgia on Saturday. I don't think any of us win. Couldn't make it. Could not make nope, it either. No, I was not there. High uh, noon is a bit too early. Uh, the game was sold out, and I'm saying that with air quotes because there were there were empty seats everywhere. I just want to preface that with uh, people don't realize now with the new uh, O-Dome, 2.0 dome, there's a lot of uh, walking around to do because especially on the alumni side because they have that club uh, level area. It's kind of like a a la carte thing. You can buy food. There's a standing room there where you can stay and watch the game. So if you see. Empty seats in the front bowl, in the bottom bowl. They're probably in the club. Good point. I'm just saying. Good point. Maybe swim in laps in the uh, side pool. Right, right, right. Whatever it takes. But yeah, to I feel like game. once we get solidified as like a you know like an actual contender, because now I mean we're ranked number 19. I feel like in our minds, you know, we like, we all know like the, the quality team that we have. But I feel like from the average you know person on campus, especially girls, no pun intended, but they just don't care as much. Besides, besides this, it's not like an event for football where, you know, girls are going to like go and dress up and be like, oh, let's take an Instagram picture for it. Like, screw it. Or like, you know, like the average person's like, hey, I'm going to go to a football game. It's a big thing to do. But we got to get basketball back and big again. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like once once we get like like a year or so of that, like of under a belt where like we have a name again, I feel like that won't be as much of a problem. But for now, it's just like, you know, the fans, like we, we need a bigger, you know, we need to get the fans more back into it. Because, I mean, definitely all the potentials that we have a great, arena i mean make basketball great again yeah exactly i'm just saying we have a solid stretch of sec games coming up where they're all winnable there's not a single game between now and february early february the first week of february when we play kentucky beat kentucky gators by 90 gators by 90 there's not a single game in there that really the gators should expect to lose yeah. Um, they, they've got a challenge coming up this weekend. It's a good uh, South Carolina uh, team on the road. South Carolina's ranked 24 now, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so I think if we can overcome this this week 
and we get a, a, a solid win in South Carolina, I think that's a lot of positive momentum to keep building on. And if we've got a nice little streak put together heading into uh, Kentucky week, you know, I think we got a special game on our hands. Kentucky yeah. actually looks vulnerable, too. So I don't think they're light years ahead of us, as I maybe thought a couple weeks ago. Right. I still like Malik Monk a lot, but the rest of the team, the Sus. point guard Fox is yeah. good. But yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not, like, they're not, there's not a starting five where you can say player for player, oh my God, they're so much better than, you know, everybody in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, big game tomorrow night. Frank Martin's going to be pissed off for some reason, I'm sure, on the sideline. I'm pissed off. <laughs> uh, you guys want to predict it? Yeah, I'll take a crack at it. Um, so I like the Gators in this one. Um, obviously, South Carolina plays a lot of defense, but so does Florida. And um, in the SEC, where basketball is just kind of average, like defense is kind of the thing that will win you games in this conference. And I think where the difference is, is Florida is more capable of putting up points than South Carolina. So I think... I mean, I think that's what the I think that's what gets the Gators to win. Like, you know, we've yeah. got we got playmakers now who are like shooting the ball. We got young guys stepping up, creating depth. When Keith Stone and we got guys that can come off the bench with uh, Canyon Berry. So we've got great names too: Keith Stone, Canyon Berry. Yeah. Those yeah. are both great. solid names. <laughs> Rock solid. Yeah, and yeah. obviously Kayvon Allen is one of the hotter players in um Basketball. in the SEC right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, South Carolina is a one man show. Led by the, a man by the name of Cindarius Thornwell. Okay, he's their That's team. A team. Yeah, great name. He's their leader in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. So if we can somehow just like limit him a little bit, I think we win. We were able to pull that off against um, Georgia. We took out their uh, their big man who was their playmaker. He got yeah. kind of screwed out of some some calls. Uh, uh, Yante Mateen. He I mean, so did we though. That that was as as much as they did call that game. It was pretty even. I yeah. Thought. I feel like going back to South Carolina, though, I feel like there's just, you know, there's one big rooster and just a bunch of little cocks. And I feel like if we, you know, if we can take down that one big rooster, the cocks are no problem. It's a great point. You know, uh, South Carolina is number 19th in home game attendance in the country. Are they? They're probably higher than we are. Could be a solid home game atmosphere. Take me high. I think we, I think we win by two or three to, to go back to the prediction. I mean, if you look at it, our road games this year have been pretty, we've been pretty solid winning most games by. Cl- Double digits yeah. or close to. That's so. going to be huge for us if we make the tournament as well. I mean, because pretty much every game is a road game when you're in a tournament. Yeah. And uh, there's no home field advantage. So I feel like just coming into that, once we get comfortable at home, um, you know, once we get more of an impact at home, because I feel like, it, like you guys said right now, like we don't, you know, there's not really that much of an impact. Like, Pete, like the fan base isn't back yet because, like, we haven't had that Odom in a while. Yeah. So people are still getting back used to it. But, um, yeah, no, I feel like, I feel like they're going to, we're going to win by, like, Eight or nine points because I feel like we'll get we're gonna get ahead because just because of the scoring and then it's just gonna be like a bunch of, they'll, they'll catch up a little bit towards the end and then it'll just be kind of like how that I feel like it's gonna be go a lot how the Alabama game went mm-hmm. I feel like we're just gonna dominate in most parts the the one guy the one guy you mentioned who's their leads who leads the team in basically all categories he's gonna have his sparks where he does his thing but mm-hmm. other than that like I mean if we have mismatches on every other side of the ball yeah I don't know like you hinted at the depth this year's you know. Saturday, Kayvon Allen and Devin Robinson and Casey Hill, I think, can buy in for probably like 16 points. Right. And then, yeah. And Canyon. then off the bench, you have Canyon Berry and, yep. a, and a freshman in Keystone. Yeah. Just lit it dripping up. threes all night. Yep, making it rain. Yeah, it's. So, um, I don't know if there's any other random sports news. I know there was some low scores in golf, but Tiger's not really back, so I don't know how people really care about golf that much right now. Um, 
I think the curling championships might be happening or have happened soon. So tune in. Tune into that maybe. Um, cricket's probably going on the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer things are happening, but you know none of us really know about that over here. Or I don't really know if I care even. Even I mean, it, I I feel like once I got away from FIFA, you know, I just it just lost it for me. This is just you know rambling. I don't know. I can concur. Lightning won yesterday, guys. So I'm kind of happy. I don't want to talk about the lightning right now. It's just gonna piss me off. Yeah, I'm triggered. <laughs> That's I, my trigger. See, these, these are the things that I need. La- last thing that I need is that I need a hockey team. And I need an NFL team. Yes, I already have an NFL team, but they can fuck themselves. I don't want. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. It's my whole life's been wasted. Well, you can Same adopt time. Columbus. They're really good. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't want to adopt Columbus because like I just I don't really have much allegiance to Columbus. That's fair. No, that's fair though because it's regional. You I can never adopt? knock someone for rooting for a team. Yeah, but I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather root for the Lightning though. Well, then adopt the Lightning. Adopt the Lightning then. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like especially because they're the best franchise in sports. Ex- number one. Yeah, so I, I feel like I mean I, I have to go to a game though. You know, I can't I can't call myself a fan before I go to a game. That's true. Fair enough. That's true. We'll get down to one. We'll make that happen. Just like we'll make the next episode happen, somehow, some way. See you guys next week for episode twenty-five. Maybe you won't, but. Probably.